David, I love that candle you're burning. You seem to always have a great candle burning. I am very aware of how room smells. When you've spent over a decade with a 75 pound Labrador retriever and two teenage boys, you start to worry that your house smells like the inside of a gym bag. I would imagine so. You know what I wish we'd had for the last decade? What? That Puro Air Purifier we now own and use all the time. I love my Puro Air too. Did you know that indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air? Yes, I lived with two teenage boys. I can 100% testify <laughs> to that. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. Gases from a preteen boy? <laughs> I'm dreading when my nephews start making those gases. Just you wait. Thankfully, Puro Air uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. You wouldn't drink unfiltered tap water, so why would you breathe unfiltered air? Thanks to my Puro Air Purifier, I feel like I can breathe again. Check it out at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time, getpuroair.com. Check it out now. Hey friends, welcome to the Raising Boys and Girls podcast. I'm Sissy Goff. And I'm David Thomas. And I'm Melissa Trevathan. And we're so glad you joined us for this conversation. Let's dive in. You all, we are thrilled to introduce you to two amazing women who have certainly meant so much to my family in the last few years. Z Pendleton is the director of St. George's Kindergarten, and Angela Rice is the assistant director. And these ladies have impacted thousands of kids over generations and have impacted my heart through Henry and Witt. And we are so grateful to introduce you to their wisdom and to their warmth and how much fun they're bringing into the lives of so many kids and families. So when we first started talking about doing the ages and stages and talked about stage one kids, I mean, immediately your two names were like top of our list. We have got to get Z and Angela in here. It'd be so fun to get to sit down with the two of you. And that might have even been, that was a couple of years ago, at least, that we talked about having y'all here. And and obviously, I, every year, just grow more endeared to the two of you and the care that you have taken of my favorite little guys on the planet. And yeah, just well, I, we I hope we live up to your expectations. Oh, <laughs> and I the just, feelings mutual. Yeah. I mean, like we just love your whole family. I mean, you know well, that every time you're and there. And we love y'all's ministry. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I'm just after last March, mm -hmm. everything y'all did, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And um, just so blessed to have y'all mm -hmm. in Nashville. Well, you right so, back at you. Yes. We feel exactly the same way. Yes. And yes, knew y'all would have so much wisdom and be hilarious at the same time. No pressure. <laughs> but we'll see. Just from my time with the two uh, of you. Well, and, again, hopefully we meet your expectations. Yes. Well, I'm just so grateful for the place and the atmosphere that y'all have created Thank and the you. kindness and warmth and sweetness of all the things that's what that it's are all St. George's. I know. It's, I know. A, it's a magical place. I mean, it is. It's the Disney World 
you know, it of is. preschools. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have never talked to as many people about any school who say, we're just so sad we have to leave. We're so yes. sad we have to leave when their kids graduate. I hear that all the time. Yes. Well, yes. it is a sweet, it's a dying breed, the mm. traditional preschool. Yeah. So, um, you know, hopefully St. George's will we're continue for be years, years and um, 2025. So we're going to have a big celebration. That's so fun. So, um, but yeah, I mean, and it just, you know, we just hopefully have created a legacy that will, the fun. I mean, oh, you know, are you kidding we me? We had big steps to, Football I mean, big shoes to. Day, and I mean, that's what, that's what makes day, us so yeah. happy. Oh. Like, we love it as much as the children yeah. do. I mean, you we'll know, dress up for any occasion. I mean, we have tutus in every color. <laughs> <laughs> and we're wearing them. I've seen quite a few I mean, of them, I think. Yes. 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 I mean, yes. we just, so, we love to dress up yes. and have fun. And that's what and it's about. That's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're both so gifted at what you do. Yes, you are. Yes. Okay, so speaking of all those years, I just found out this morning, before even getting to see y'all, how long you've been friends. So before we even start start okay. with your story as teachers, I want to hear your story as friends. Well, we started in first grade. No. Yes. Where were you? We were at St. Henry's. And seventh grade, Z left, went to Overbrook for seventh and eighth grade. And then we met back up at St. Cecilia and did a year of college together. No, you too. And then just we were each other's maid of honors. Were you really? Godmothers to the children. And so... I started working at St. George's when my oldest, who's 32, um, was in the threes. You know, wow. and I have my early, um, elementary education, mm-hmm. but I was like, I did my student teaching and thought, no way am I going <laughs> to do that. I love the littles. And so I worked there, you know, as a teacher um, for a while. And mm-hmm. then um, I probably 2002 took over. That's when Mother's Day Out had a separate person. And so I was over Mother's Day Out um, until 2007 when I became the director. And I never wanted to be the director. I, I mean, I, my husband and Carol Moss um, at the time was our office manager. And they just pushed me and pushed me. I'm like, okay, I mean, whatever. I had no <laughs> idea. I mean, I remember my first day I sat behind the desk. I'm like, okay, well. What do I do now? <laughs> and um, then, Angela, you when did you come to work there? Was it clear was three? Mm-hmm. So 1999. Wow. I was a medical assistant at St. Thomas, and my dad got sick. And they gave him about six months to live. And I'm like, I can't do this yeah. anymore. You know, this is, I've got to focus on my dad. Mm. So I took time off from that. and. So he was like, you know, you really need to come here. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, you know, okay, it gives me something to do. So I started out in Mother's Day Out, moved up, taught in the threes, taught the fours. And then the director position came open. And then that opened up when she got that position, mm-hmm. it opened up the Mother's Day Out director. Mm. And there again, I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to apply for that job. And she was like, no, I really think you should. And I'm like, no, I don't. And then we were friends. So Mm -hmm. that made it kind of awkward. You know, I don't want to get the job just because she's my best friend. Right. Sure. Or whatever. So um, there was lots of talk. 
There was lots of talk. Mm -hmm. And I did truly give it over to the board. I said, yes, the board had total decision making applying. And I said, honestly, I'm, and you know, back then, I don't think a lot of people knew that we Mm -hmm. were, you know, we kind of just kept it under the radar. Now everybody knows, but, um, but we kind of tried not to, but some people knew. So it was, there was a little talk and, um, but God knew what he was doing. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. for some reason, he urged me on to apply, and I did. And here we are. The rest is history. The no. rest. Mm. So we're history. still together from mm-hmm. first grade that on. Is so cool, y'all. Yes. And we, I mean, fight like cats and dogs, sisters. I mean, They'll, we we'll be in the office bickering and all the other, they're like, ooh, they're really getting into yeah. it. And we're like, no, we're okay. You know, like, this is what we do. You know, we're fun. But we take it out, you know, instead of just venting, I tend to either take it home to my husband mm-hmm. or take it out on Angela the same way. So it, sometimes it's, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, sure. Yeah. Yes. But on the way over here, we were telling the story about, when we were little, like we would spit, you know, have sleepovers. And Z had this dollhouse in her backyard. And I loved the dollhouse. And every time I was over there, you know, I'd be like, oh, let's play in the dollhouse. And she'd go, no, I don't want to play in the dollhouse. <laughs> and so then we had a fold-out sleeper couch. And so she would come to my house and she'd be like, oh, let's sleep on that. And I'd be like, mm-mm, no. Yeah. I just thought it was the I don't, coolest I don't want to do that. So she said she had a parent <laughs> meeting yesterday and she said, you know, there was a couple of children that, you know, were best friends and kind of quarreling, I guess. And um, she goes, yeah, I just told them how you acted. And I said, you did not. <laughs> she goes, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to tell anybody so how many were. That's good. us. That's yeah. us. So we go oh, way back. so yeah. sweet. I read once that the amount of people who stay best friends from seventh grade through senior year is 1%. Wow. Wow. So the fact that y'all have stayed best friends this many years. Yes. And we haven't killed each other. Yeah. <laughs> We're still alive to be yes. here. Yeah. That's no, so it's special. Cool. And I mean, we've been through a lot together. I yeah. mean, deaths of parents and, mm. you know, just. Um, our children, raising our children together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We I mean, both so have all girls. Mm-hmm. You know, being we're girl moms. together, it's, yes. you know. And it's, it's therapy. It's mm-hmm. free therapy because, mm-hmm. you know, we can just go in the office, shut the door and vent and cry mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. have a breakdown. And it's yeah. okay. Yeah. You Which know? Yeah. happens often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, in sharing that great story, you mentioned your kids, and we wanted to have you also just tell us a little bit about your families. Okay. So I, my husband's name is Brad, and we've been married 33 years, and I have three girls, 32, 30, and 25. My oldest two um, live in Knoxville, and I have a grandson, two granddaughters, and a bonus granddaughter who's Mm. about to turn 10. Um. And I think the biggest disappointment of my life is going to be that they're not at St. George's. Mm. Um, not to put my pressure on any girls. I know they're going to listen. Um, <laughs> but, and then my baby lives in Denver. And um, it's just, I mean, there's just nothing like it. We're very, uh, you know, my husband and I were yin and yang. I mean, he was the disciplinarian and I was the organizer. And my girls, I feel like, have turned out awesome. But, I mean, you look back and think, oh my goodness, how did we even do this? You know, um, yes. because it is, it's hard, but it w- it was a very different time too. Um, and we'll get into that in a little bit, but my girls and grandchildren are just my life. Mm. 
So my husband and I have been married 29 years, but we were high school sweethearts. Wow. We started dating when we were 14 in high school. Did you approve in high school, Z? I did. Okay, yes. I did. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> he's an awesome guy. Okay. I mean, he's really? just so awesome. Um, and then went to college and we kind of split up and I married someone else really? a couple of years later. And then that did not work out, but I got a beautiful daughter out of that. Mm. And we just, I called him one night and I'm like, hey, do you want to meet up? And so that was it. We've been married 29 years. And so Britton is from my first husband and she is 33, um, has our granddaughter, Evie, who's two. And then my other daughter is Claire, who's 27, who teaches at St. George's. Who was Henry's teacher last year. I know. Yes. She was wonderful. She adores him. Wow. There again, you know, we adore your family. All of us do. So so I live vicariously through her um, granddaughter, yes. Evie, calls me Yaya, which is my grandmother oh, name. So sweet. Um, I do have a grandchild there. Yes. Just, so how many years each have y'all been doing this work? So I have been doing it I'm 29 years. 29 um, years. Yeah. Okay. And I'm 25. Wow. So in all that time, how would you say you feel like kids have changed? There's more going on with children now. I think there's more stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, I do feel like there's more issues um, with children. We say it almost every day. What is going on? I mean, why are these children so stressed and anxiety ridden? And you can Mm -hmm. see it. And I don't, you know, I would love to know, I I mean, to be able to fix it, but it every year increases. And um, I feel some, sometimes there's parenting um, that is, it's just different. It's a different world than when we raised our children. What would you say? I mean, I feel like technology has changed our children. Mm -hmm. These babies you know, they, they pull up, they're in front of a screen mm. being dropped off from school. In the hookup line. It's it's screen time a lot for them. And I feel like that plays a big role, mm-hmm. not quality family time. Mm. It's more, let's give them a screen and instead of putting, you know, putting a puzzle together or, you or singing know. Singing songs. Or, right. You mm, know, talking yeah. in the Because that's. Car. Such an important yeah, time right. in the car. Yeah, right. you know, that's Listen when you can, music you talk, talk you listen, right. you know, you point right. things out. And mm-hmm. I feel like that doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. And that was always yeah. my favorite time with my girls yeah. was mm-hmm. taking them to school and, drive, you know, picking them up. That's mm-hmm. when we we talked. Yeah. And I feel like there's less of that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, funny story when my middle daughter, Margaret Ann, she's, I mean, she was an anxiety written ridden child. Sorry, Margaret Ann. Um, <laughs> but I was trying to teach her our phone number. And so I would sing it, you know, 615-298-1963. And she would get weird. No. And she'd put her hands over her ears and no, no. But she knew it. But mm-hmm. I said, until you start singing it with me, I'm not going to start. Um, I mean, I'm not going to stop. So it's just funny. I mean, that was a very... Um, Special time, but also a time of just let's look around, find an S. Where do you see an S? Yes, stop learning. Yes. You know, learning. Yes. And, of course, there wasn't the, 
you know, no, we the built-in TVs right. in the cars then. Right. There or weren't the that iPads or right. the cell phones here. And I mean, look, I am, I've seen my daughter do it and I'm just as guilty with him. Oh, I've um, done it my too. My grandson, you know, out at mm-hmm. a restaurant and giving them sure. as a pacifier. Mm-hmm. And as much as I say, don't do that, don't do that, I'm just as guilty. So right. I'm not, I'm not calling out parents doing it because again, I've we done do it with it. our, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. I think that is going to a restaurant and at a very young age, my husband would say, look the waiter in the eye and order what you want. I mean, even when they were three and we were all together last Saturday and he did it to my grandson, tell the waiter what you want for dinner. And he's three. So I think a lot of that is just getting lost because there's just so much else going on. Right. There's so much technology is a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. It is. Yes. Yes. Okay, I have to make an announcement for any non-Nashvillians listening. You said a word that I thought was so strange when I moved here. Hookup line. The hookup line. Mm-hmm. It yeah. sounds like something inappropriate is going on. Yeah. To yes. me. Yeah. And we've heard this. Uh-huh. We so don't funny. think twice. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the carpool line in Nashville for whatever off, reason. Yes. Uh-huh. And so our fours and fives, too, we have a lot. We are the largest Episcopal preschool in the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, I did not know that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. We have 340 children enrolled. Um, that's included the ones and twos that come one or two days. And um, But our fours and fives can be dropped off and picked up in the hookup line. <laughs> and so... Um, it's uh, not for parents to hook up. Yeah. <laughs> they were doing a auction item for Dragon Bash a few years ago. Um, and it used to be when the children would stay in their rooms and it was an intercom. And so I'd call their names and they just loved it. They would play Miss Z calling names. I mean, if I heard it once, I heard it a thousand times. They will mimic you. They'll be in the bathtub uh-huh. and calling names. Um, <laughs> and we don't do that anymore because we do <laughs> Phoebe Foley, Phoebe Foley. Sorry, I'm calling them (laughs) out on that. But I mean, that's but they you know. So the auction item was calling hookup with Miss C. But when they went to announce it, it was a live auction item. They said, "All right, now we're going to do hooking up with Miss C." (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, "Okay, well, (laughs) not hooking up with Miss C." It's funny, but now we're doing it totally different way, so it's it's different. But yes, it's you know, yeah, that we get a lot of that. What's the hookup line? Because we have so many new families that moved in, and so we do explain that in the parent meeting. Mm -hmm. I was very confused by that one. (laughs) Good disclaimer. Mm Okay, you all talk some about how kids have changed. How do you believe parents have changed? I mean, I think there's more stress on parents. I think, um, again, the social media. um, I mean, I know how I, you know, feel sometimes when I look, you know, and see these families. Oh, these grandparents are taking their, you know, whole family here and there. So I think there is. It's a competition. And all... I know, my children know, that's not real life. They're using filters. They're using, you know. And so I think it's hard for parents to separate that. I mean, it's not a competition. And don't compare your family to another. Um, I think they feel the need to overschedule. So if let's do tennis, let's do ballet. So there's something every afternoon instead of just one activity Let's just do one activity and and then we're going to go home and play. And, you know, so, I mean, but there again, the world's changed. So they're validating 
that by, oh, but I want them to be well-rounded. And so they, you know, need to be involved in all this. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I do feel like there's less time for children to be children. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, same thing, technology. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just a glimpse. And these parents are trying to live up to these expectations that this is what families look, you know, should be. Look at what we're doing. Look at what, how great we are. And that's, that's not real. You know, it's just a picture. But that picture causes a lot of stress and anxiety. And anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, does trickle down mm-hmm. to the children. Yes. And then you know. these parents, they're getting younger and we're getting older. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so the, it's a bigger difference yeah. mm-hmm. now. Yeah. The older we get, the younger they get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We sure see that here too. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sissy, I don't mean to brag, but I got to tell you, I feel like I'm avoiding sickness left and right. It seems like everyone is coming down with something, but I'm feeling really good. I'm so glad, David. It must be the Beekeeper's Natural Propolis Throat Spray. It's taking your immune system to the next level. I am so thankful for that. I love that it proactively supports the immune system to help you stay ahead of the game. Beekeepers Naturals Propolis Throat Spray is available in adult and kids versions. It provides daily proactive immune support that tastes good and soothes your throat. They also have throat soothing lollipops for kids and sometimes adults in their 50s (laughs) that are the most delicious dose of defense providing propolis, vitamin D, zinc, and wildflower honey to soothe kiddos' throats and support their immune systems. It can definitely be a battle getting kids to take medicine, but kids love the taste of Beekeepers Naturals products. Pack a bottle of throat spray or a few lollipops in your kids' backpacks, your work bag, or your purse so you always have it on hand. Today, Beekeepers Naturals is offering you an exclusive offer. Go to beekeepersnaturals.com RBG or enter code RBG to get 20% off your order. That's B-E-E-K-E-E-P-E-R-S-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S dot com slash R-B-G or enter code R-B-G. Beekeepers Naturals products are also available at Target, Whole Foods, Amazon, CVS, and Walgreens. Sissy, I am always on the lookout for ways to improve my health. And at my age, definitely my metabolism. (laughs) No kidding. We are at that stage in life where we have to find every way we can to optimize our health. But really, you're never too young to start thinking about it. And I've found an incredible new product to help, Armra Colostrum. Armra Colostrum harnesses over 400 living bioactive nutrients that rebuild the barriers of your body and fuel cellular health to strengthen immunity, ignite metabolism, fight inflammation, fortify gut health, activate hair growth and skin radiance, power fitness performance and recovery, and offer powerful anti-aging benefits. That is amazing. Armra is wholly natural, sustainable, and was developed with the highest integrity from start to finish. Armra uses sustainably sourced colostrum from grass-fed cows. This new superfood seems almost too good to be true, but it's not. I can attest to it, plus the other thousands upon thousands of five-star reviews and life-changing testimonials from users. We've worked out a special offer for our audience. Receive 15% off your first order. 
go to tryarmra.com, RBG, or enter RBG to get 15% off your first order. That's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A.com slash RBG. So, okay, thinking about the ages and stages, and y'all mm-hmm. are in such a sweet, wild age for so many of them. What would y'all say is the best part of this stage in a child's life and the hardest part? I mean, I just think the innocence of a child mm-hmm. is they are sponges. They absorb everything. And they're just joyful. And mm-hmm. again, that's what we want to make their preschool experience be about, you know, mm-hmm. It just needs to be fun. They need to love learning. Um, so I love the joy of a child. I love when they come up and give us a hug. Missy, they call us Missy or Miss Angel. They, yes. I mean, they can And sometimes us. I'm oh, they Missy do. and she's Miss Angel. Yes, <laughs> and, I bet. Yes. You know, their imaginations. Like, I love watching my grandson play and, you know, pretend mm-hmm. and retell a story or, you know, talk about a friendship. I mean, it is just amazing to watch mm. and it just I mean it just makes your heart mm-hmm. warm and that's why we do it I mean for the love with all the crazies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like I will see those babies come in they start out you know they're a year old and then next thing you know five years have gone by and they're they're big boys and girls at that point yes. and we've just watched their personalities develop and just them become little people mm-hmm. and it's just amazing to watch their growth over the years with us Mm. And then to see them, and they're about to graduate high school. In our minds, they stay five, four or five. And then you see them. And, you know, I mean, obviously, we can't remember every single parent or every single child. And, um, but they will usually introduce them something to see. Um, This is, you know, so and so. And I mean, I love it. I mean, it just makes me tingle inside because. I mean, they started with us, yes. you know, mm. and we still have parents say we it was the best experience, mm. you know, and we'll yes. be, we were in San Antonio for a conference one time <laughs> in the airport thinking, yeah. oh, we're not going to know anyone. Miss Z, Miss Angela. And we're yeah. like, okay, everywhere yeah. we go, <laughs> yeah. some kids, someone I mean, knows us. It does. I mean, Brad and Sweet. I were in Italy last spring break and we were touring the Vatican and all of a sudden I hear Miss Z. Oh, and I wow. mean, it was the key. And Brad goes, Missy moment. We can't go, go anywhere, anywhere uh, if there's not a Missy moment, Miss Angel moment. So, of course. you know, it's our claim yes. to fame. Yeah. It's a great claim to fame. It's a great claim to fame. Yeah. It's a great claim to fame. Well, do y'all have a hardest? What you would say is the, hardest the about hardest, kids? I mean, yeah, I mean, jokingly, I would say for me, potty training and teaching yes. a child to drive is the hardest. But um, mm. seriously, I just think the hardest is a child being compared, you know, the developmental milestones are huge yes. and the gap, and they don't all meet them at one time. Mm. A three-year-old, you know, we'll see the youngest in the class be able to do more. And this time is not about academics. You know, right. it is about social emotional. Those children need to be nurtured and loved so and good. just, you know, and that's what I try to tell parents. Yeah, it's okay if they need a little speech or OT. It's it's fine. But they don't have to be exactly where their friend is. And that's exactly why we do our fours and fives where there's a 12-month gap. And, you know, I have pushback 
from parents all the time. Well, he's the youngest in the class. Well, he's maybe, you know, when he goes to kindergarten, when you send him on, whatever, I mean, there's usually a 15 month gap in those kindergarten ages. So I feel like, um, you know, that is hard Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. parents to understand that, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not drilling children at St. George's. We're not teaching them to read. Reading is readiness. And we are working on their social independence. And I think the parents put pressure, you know, um, like they need to be academically at this Mm -hmm. point. And it will come, like Z said, it will come over time. Just don't pressure your children. Mm -hmm. Let them be young. Mm -hmm. They're only small for so such a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So good, y'all. It is so needed. Mm -hmm. Okay, along those lines, would love to ask the two of you, just what do you want parents to know as their kids are entering preschool? Well, I mean, you know, it's such a pivotal time in their life. I mean, their brain is growing so fast, their body is growing so fast. And again, just let them be children. Mm, Play. Let them play. Let them, don't put the don't make them feel grow like, up before they need. There you go. That's mm-hmm. what I'm like. You, you know, know they so they good. are going to grow up fast mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I mean, enjoy this yeah. precious time yeah. because mm-hmm. it's so fleeting and it's such an important part time in yeah. their life. Let them walk in and you know carry their bag themselves. I mean, I know it's easier and faster to carry your three year old and hang up his bag, but that's not. Allowing them to feel independent. independent. Mm, and I think that's so one of the biggest good. things. I mean, for preschool. I mean, again, yeah. I hate to, you know, harp on the social emotional, but I do Please. want parents to it hear is that. A big yes. component. That is the biggest thing. I mean, you know, separating from your parents and again, going to the potty on your own. Mm-hmm. And it's just that is what preschool is about. Those are the what we're teaching them, the mm. self-care and um the academics will come later. And by the second grade, you know, everybody's on, you know, you're you're going to be where you're going to be. You're going to have your higher achieving. You're going to have your lower achieving. It, it's it's not a race, you know. Just let it, let them be children. And I tell parents, you know, when they're first starting out, like this is their first experience somewhere. Let them, our job is to make them feel safe mm-hmm. and secure and want to be mm-hmm. there and how to separate from their parents. Mm-hmm. You know, how, you know, it's okay for mom to leave. She will be back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, that's our job. It's yeah. just to make them feel safe and secure. What about, so parents who are thinking about preschool soon, what would you all recommend parents look for in a preschool? I mean, play-based curriculum, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, and now, I mean, there are all these pre-Ks that are, you know, now the entry point in a lot of these schools. And, you know, now also kindergarten, because of all these pre-Ks, there's not enough spots. So parents are, are afraid and they're scared not to go. And I would say that it's a different you know, it's not apples to apples. I mean, we are a traditional preschool. We are licensed differently. Um, and we're under DHS. And then I'm pretty sure that most of the preschools attached to a school. And I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but most of them are 
under the Department of Education. So they're not looking as much as the developmental milestones. And uh, I think it might be a little more strenuous and more pencil paper than what we do. I mean, they're definitely not doing a fun day once a month and having They're not football. dressing up in tutus. And that's not, I mean, I want to <laughs> there, say. There are no tutus. Um, yeah. You know, and that is not to bash mm. these other pre-Ks in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just seeing in Nashville this weirdness going on and it is affecting parents. And sadly, you know, with there not being as many kindergarten spots, they're missing out on some great families. So, um, I mean, and our numbers are fine. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm saying that because, Kids but say. I do feel like, again, there's not as many traditional preschools, you mm-hmm. know, I can count them on one hand right now. And I just think it's so important to, you know, especially for a family that's been there and, you know, wants to go to the fives because their other children did or so they can be the top of the you they, know, want I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. they want to be a Peter Pan. Yeah. They want the Peter yeah, Pan. They play. want Peter Pan. Um, but there's so many other things, too. Just, But I know what's happening in the fifth and sixth grades, too. So, I mean, I understand what's going on. I just, I'm, I do, I'm sad for families feeling that pressure for kindergarten. That because early. it's like I tell everybody. Your child's going to go to kindergarten, one hundred percent. He's not going to have to take the ACT. <laughs> he, you know, l- recognizing, you know, letters in your name, count to ten, or you know, do a little one to one correspondence and patterning. Your child's going to be fine. This is not, you know, they don't have to read. They don't. I mean, just let them be children. So, yes. um, that's what you know. And if they're, I mean, I just feel like they need to be loved and nurtured and feel the joy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they need to look at mm-hmm. when they go to these schools. Mm-hmm. Are they getting that? Do they see that? Mm-hmm. Um, do they get that feeling? And what mm-hmm. is their gut feeling? You know, you know, when you walk into a place right off the bat, yeah. if it's right. good or bad or, you know, you feel at home or not, just like walking in here today, you know, I felt right at home and I want to stay. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think so, there's a difference when you're looking for a pre-K versus kindergarten. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have kindergarten. Our fives are probably a kindergarten, honestly, shorter hours. But I think it's a very different, what what you're looking for in a four-year-old program mm-hmm. is going to be different than what you're looking for in a kindergarten program. Mm-hmm. That's just my take. Again, I am not bashing any of the schools. Sure. Please don't come at me, heads. <laughs> no, but, but we would say, I mean, the that the push for academics and the intensity is impacting mm-hmm. kids significantly yeah, yeah. from like really I can't imagine ages. the pressure. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. there's so much pressure, and then you have that on top mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, exactly. I even feel it, like, with my grandson. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's lefty. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, showing him the right pencil grip. I'm like, oh, come on. I mean, you know, he's three. He'll get it. Um, but, I mean, you're just, we've become so trained in this that, you know, it's easy to fall in. To that, and mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have a canned curriculum. We don't have, you know, our teachers, you know, all playing together, and you know, I think it's it's wonderful. I mean, and they love it, and they get into the private schools. There's just not enough, you know. Yeah. So, well, you mentioned kindergarten, both of you, in different moments, and I would love if you'd be open to it if we could camp out for a quick minute and what I think can be a hot button topic sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and that being, <laughs> I do a lot of 
consultations with parents about boys and kindergarten yeah. readiness and when to start. And I just would love to hear the two of you share some observations there with all the wisdom and experience you've had. I mean, I'm going to say make them older, girl or boy, but especially a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't care if they're the first child or the third child. I mean, and yes, they may look and be ready to go. Um, but you need to think about the middle school years and the high school years. Is I, I firmly believe that they, you're setting them up to be successful rather than they're going to be the leaders, not the followers. And so I think giving them that extra year, and it even trickles down to college. I mean, you're going to college. I was an October birthday, and I was four when I went to kindergarten. I was 17 when I went to college. Wow. I can tell you. It was, <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> so I always say, yeah. you know, just think about that. Go through the process if you feel the need and, you know, ask what the ages are going to be in the class. Mm-hmm. Um, I have never, not one time in 17 years since I've been the director, had somebody come back and say, I cannot believe you told me to make my child older. Really? I have had people come back and say, wow, I wish I that I had not sent them on. Mm. And a lot of times I'll tell them, you know, it's a flip of a coin. Right. It, it doesn't. But, but another year is not it's going a gift. It's a gift. to change their life. I mean, yeah. you know, it's only going to be for the better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think parents yeah. realize that. Yeah. You know, that, okay, you're not looking at just right now. You need to look at, like Z said, the middle school, the high school, the college. Mm-hmm. No, you you want them to be the oldest and not the youngest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even in my family. So my um, middle daughter is a kindergarten teacher and my um, son-in-law is a principal. And oh, wow. so they have a May birthday, a little girl that was just born this past May and then uh, my grandson was a May birthday, and so I've already said, yeah, you, you need to make him older. And I, I never use the word hold back because it's preschool. You're not holding them back. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're giving them the gift <clears throat> of the year. Yeah. And um, so we keep talking about Celia and Penny being in the same class. Well, so, Chess, I'm sorry. You know I love you. We've had this discussion. But <laughs> about giving them that year. And, and she's a girl, but, I mean, still June to me. I, I had a June birthday. My third daughter is June, and we made her older. And I've just, I think the end game is that extra year across the board in mm-hmm. every season of their life. Mm-hmm. You know, it mm-hmm. just gives them so many confidence, self esteem. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the ones driving. Mm-hmm. More maturity yeah. when they're and, being exposed right, to more exactly. than ever before. And boys yeah. are so much more socially immature than the girls. Right. You know, that's a big factor. Yeah. Yeah. You all know we love Haya Health around here, and we're hoping that you've already found your way to trying it. Sissy, if they won't take your word for it, maybe they'll take it from Henry. Oh, we all know Henry loves his Haya vitamins, and his mom loves that Haya is the pediatrician-approved Superpowered chewable vitamin. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, 
including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door so you have one less thing to worry about. Most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues, but Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk, but it tastes great and is perfect for picky eaters. Haya fills the most common gap in kids' diets to provide the full body nourishment they need with a yummy taste they love. We've still got this special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash RBG. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash RBG and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Sissy, I loved seeing your pictures from the weekend at the lake house with your college friends. We had the best time. I could tell. We laughed harder than I have laughed in a long time. Good for you. That photo of us out on the porch is thanks to the great folks at Home Threads. We love our new porch furniture. It's so comfortable, functional, and looks incredible. We have loved our Home Thread purchases as well. I feel like I'm staying in a swanky hotel every time I use our new towels. Connie bought them for when we have guests, and I proceeded to use them for myself. So we had to buy more. <laughs> Parents, are you ready to transform your home into a haven for your growing family? Look no further than Home Threads, your destination for stylish and functional furniture that's perfect for raising boys and girls. At HomeThreads.com, discover a curated collection of furniture designed with your family in mind. From durable bunk beds to versatile storage solutions, our pieces are as resilient as your little adventures and always at the best value. I need a lot of durable furniture when it comes to my little nephews. Yes, you do. Create a space where memories are made and imaginations run wild. Go to homethreads.com slash RBG and get 15% off your first order. Home Threads, shop today and love where you live. I love that language. I, I encourage parents in the same way of rather than saying holding back, what if we said more fully prepared? Like mm -hmm. that's a whole yeah. different way to think about it. Right. And, and that it is so much about playing the long game that, yeah. you know, I've said that exact thing to parents too. If what you don't want to be doing is sending an emotionally underdeveloped 17 year old boy away to college, that's especially right. in this day yeah, and age. Like, right. yeah. So if we win and doubt weights, kind of my rule of thumb and give him a little more time to grow and develop yeah. because yeah. Same here. I mean, in 25 years, I've not had one parent ever say, right. I regretted Right. I yeah. regretted waiting. But I've had a lot say, I regretted not waiting. Right. And sometimes we don't see that till a little later down the mm -hmm. road with yeah. middle oh, school yeah. and high school. So yeah. grateful you all would talk about that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, it's nothing I haven't shared with parents. And yes. You don't have to listen to me. I This is my yeah. advice, my opinion. And I mean, you know, I have many a uh, educator that's, that will not see that but I feel like you know and it does make it tricky for these Nashville um classes they yeah. are they have a 15 month gap mm. you know thinking about preschool specifically what can parents do to set their kids up to succeed and to have the best experience communicate 
I think mm. it's communicate, be a partner yes. with the teachers, be a team. You know, don't just rely solely on the teachers, you know, work together no. to try to make their child's school year successful. Mm. And, you know, now you see parents that they, they don't want to take the time to partner up and they just want someone else to do it. Mm-hmm. And no, they need to be involved, communicate, you know, share in the special times mm. and show up, be present. You know, if there is something going on with your child, let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so good. If you've had an evaluation, share that so mm-hmm. we know mm-hmm. because it, it's not it it's, doesn't go on your permanent record if you have OT or speech or even a full psych eval. It is something that only helps us. It's early intervention, and right. that's the sooner the better. Want. The better. Um, and set boundaries and limits for your child. Mm-hmm. I mean, they crave boundaries. They mm-hmm. want them, and yes. they need them. Yes. Um, and, you know, just just let them, again, be children. Um, yeah, I also think that, you know, they still need to play, play outside, eat dinner together, mm-hmm. you know, again, talk in the car, mm-hmm. um, be a family. I, I feel like everybody's so rushed now. And I get it when when you're, you've got these middle schoolers and then my youngest was five and seven years gap and so we were constantly you know going to events and she was tagging along but we always still tried to have dinner together Mm -hmm. and you know we always played some kind of game you know your highs or lows or some animal game I'm thinking of I mean just just to be together together. and I mean it's family time yeah Mm -hmm. holiday time yeah Mm -hmm. that people Mm -hmm. just don't have the time anymore Mm -hmm. they don't want to make the time and, and time is fleeting. precious. Mm-hmm. Yes. It goes by way too fast. Have y'all seen that? I'm sure you have. That I feel like we might have even put it up when we've spoken over at St. George's. But the meme that is half of the screen says back then. And the, the parents are looking at the child saying, explain these grades to us. Uh-huh. And then the other side is now. And they're looking at the teacher saying, yeah. explain yeah. these uh-huh. grades to us. Yes. Yeah. Which, and we see that. Every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Us too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we hear those conversations. And I think, you know, on the flip side of that, you have done such a beautiful job. David's wife teaches. I don't know if y'all knew that. She I said, I mm-hmm. don't think elementary I, school teacher. We're, we're God bless her. CPA. Mm-hmm. Well, and hats off. I know. Yes. I know. And since the pandemic, I feel like we've talked a lot about parents supporting teachers. I mean, mm-hmm. I, even in first appointments that I do assessments, that's always one of my first questions to parents. Tell me what your teachers are saying. What are your yeah. kids' mm-hmm. teachers saying? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. y'all see so much. Yeah. And I think yeah. even going back to Henry, you know, you all made some recommendations that at the beginning, of course, I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> but What are they saying? But about- I trust you so much. And you were a hundred percent right, and so and look at him. I know he's looking at me, amazing, thriving. Yes. But I think that feels like such an important thing to say that teachers, your kids' teachers have eyes on your kids when you don't, right. and so you want yeah. to yeah. trust the teachers. You want to trust the faculty that they know. Kids act different in front of mm-hmm. us, right. their families, yeah. and so y'all see how they interact socially. Right. You see things right. that come up. 
that we just don't see sometimes. And I think that feels like something that has been lost is that degree yeah. of trust mm-hmm. in yeah. the educators that are in your child's life. And it's just, I cannot say enough important And it's hard to it hear is. difficult things about your child. Mm-hmm. I mean, I sure. certainly have. Um, you know, my youngest, and I mean, she ADHD. And, you know, I should have seen that from the get-go. I didn't. We didn't. She wasn't diagnosed till the fifth grade. And um, it's it's just things are being diagnosed earlier and earlier. There's things that teachers see, and it's hard as a parent to hear sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know. And I get it. And we always say they have to hear it three times before something happens. So Mm. we try to always give positives and but there's sometimes difficult conversations have to happen. Right. Okay, we've forced you to talk around some harder topics and some heavier (laughs) things. I want to throw you a curveball and ask if you all have a favorite story of something that a preschooler has said or done, because it's just one of my favorite things about this age that we never know what's going to come out of their mouths or what they're going to do. Do you have any favorites from all the years? I was in the two-year-old class as a teacher, and the little girl came up to me, and she was like, yeah, my my daddy had to get my mom up the stairs last night because she had too much adult juice. (laughs) And I'm like, if that mom only knew what her child just told me. That's so funny. You know, we've, that's, you know, Mm -hmm. that was years ago, Mm -hmm. 22 years ago, Mm -hmm. and I still remember (laughs) that story. I mean, mine would be, there was probably, it's it's probably been six or eight years, and it was a new child in the threes, and (laughs) their lovey was their mom's thong. Uh, (laughs) No. (laughs) And so the teacher, the teacher said, I think that, um, I think your, your underwear got, you know, we put it back in the bag. And she said, oh, no, no, that's his lovey. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, there you go. I mean, so, you know, and wow. we see we lots of different see lovies. It. And wow. they will tell us see it anything. All. I'm sure. sure. It all. Yeah. I'm sure. We had I mean, um, grocery week one day in the class. And one little week, boy, you say? grocery, like grocery where you week. set the room up yes. as a grocery store. Uh-huh. And I was actually talking to his mom the other day, and she'll never forget the story either. And so he walks in, and they were bringing, you know, stuff from home, like grocery items, and he brought in a Bud Light beer bottle. <laughs> yeah. And, you yeah. know, the mom yeah. said, oh, well, we should have known then, because yeah. now I think yeah. he's like 22 years old. And But, know. you know, it's little things like it that. that so just, I mean, they we've stick had with so you. many yes. things. Yes. I mean— you know, a parent that was always late and never could find her car keys, Ubered one day <laughs> to drop no, her child no. off in the hookup line. <laughs> and I mean, it's just, it's Every so day fun. there's something new. Yeah. An adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we love it. That's what mm-hmm. gets us through, honestly, is is the oh, children. Yes. And, the, mm-hmm. and we, are, we are blessed. I mean, I, with an, an amazing teaching staff. You I too. mean, they, um, you know, they just do such an amazing job, and you know I'm thankful for them. So I have to yeah. give them a shout out. I mean, NRM they hold our values. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know they know what the school is all about mm-hmm. and the expectations, mm-hmm. and they want to play and have fun too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean at first That's when we started great. throwing those fun days in, oh they my were gosh, like, oh they my were gosh. ready to kill us. Yeah. if we and threw I think in. they still sometimes are like. Y'all have got way too much going on. But then we threw in it's, another fun day. I think is it. 
country western country music day country music day <laughs> that we're going to do this year yeah oh that's so, fun so and, you know yeah it is i mean there's nothing like it and mm-hmm. i mean and for the most part we are 100 percent get up love to come but there are days there are like days that are hard that, days sure. um just but i think working together Helps mm-hmm. us get through those yeah. hard days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we laugh a lot. We cry a lot. Well, yeah. But mm-hmm. all the emotions. We have mm-hmm. great support. And but we're I mean, very And blessed. our parents, you know, we love you parents. We're not ditzing on you. I no, mean, they're amazing just, parents. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're very supportive. And, um, you know, it's it's just a different season in life. And mm-hmm. that, that happens. But <laughs> what a gift to these families I mean, that well, you all can see kids and we over are all, all these years and give perspective. We are so blessed. You know, to be surrounded by such an amazing community. Yeah. You know, every day those parents walk in like your family. I mean, mm. when I see y'all walk in, it's like, oh, <laughs> you know, y'all become our families. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. our friends. And yeah. that makes it very special. Mm-hmm. I'm sure y'all Absolutely. have the same feelings here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not all that different. So if y'all could... Boil your messages that you could say, if you could say anything to parents, three statements that you feel like parents today need to hear. And it wouldn't hurt anyone's feelings because it's not pointed at anyone. This is just in general. Yeah. What would you all say? Um, I go back again. Enjoy every minute with your child. Mm -hmm. Time is so fleeting. Mm -hmm. And this, you know, these younger years are so important. Such important times in their lives. Be present be there and live in the present Don't live in the present towards oh if they can just do this and mm-hmm. i i was guilty of that oh mm-hmm. you know when the last one can you know do this and and we can we won't be able to do this and then you miss all the all the really fun stuff mm-hmm. and it does go by in such a blur and you know i remember just you know having a conversation with my girls back this summer and I was like there's one morning that I remember I just lost me myself mm. I'm, I lost it and I I've screamed so loud that I mean I it was horrible and they were like we don't remember that and I'm like I'm glad because wow. I do and that mm-hmm. is one memory that I you know and I mean yes parents you and lose they're gonna it. You do lose that. Your right. I mean that right. just you know is normal mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is going to yeah. happen happen and it's okay mm-hmm. yeah and spend time together. Uh, that is huge. And I, as a family, mm-hmm. even if it's 10 minutes a day, mm-hmm. your whole family. And, and talk you know, about the day. Mm-hmm. How was your day? What was the best part of the day? Mm-hmm. What was the worst part of the day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your faith and, mm-hmm. you know, pray together. Um, it's never too young. My husband was very good about setting up stuff for us to do for community service. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's so good. You know, Every, I mean, for years until COVID, we did, um, on Good Friday, we would go down and do the um, Room at the Inn. Mm. And it's just one of those traditions that we love. But it also, so now I feel like my children are very into okay, giving service. to others. Yeah. Yeah. They you want know, to serve their yeah. community. Yeah. yeah, And it's so important because um, you have I to feel give like, back. God mm. rewards those mm-hmm. that give. Yeah. Mm. So. so much wisdom. I know. Oh, well. Yeah. So, so much wisdom. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We <laughs> know agree, for certain. Well, we like to end with something food-related. We move yeah, from well, we love food. We're very <laughs> caring, <laughs> fun, and food. So we've got a two-part question for you. Part one is queso or guac. 
Queso. Queso. All the way. <laughs> Look at that. You didn't even have to queso, 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 probably. Yeah. And listen, we can mm-hmm. each eat I mean, a that's basket what of get. chips uh-huh. by ourselves. <laughs> it's like, you know, when we're somewhere, you know, bring her a basket of chips and myself yeah. one. Like, no, <laughs> we don't want to share. And get the cheese dip and we're good. <laughs> yes. That's all we need. Okay. <laughs> We need to share. A, we won't share a basket. We'll get our own basket. We will get our own. Yeah, yeah, we, we don't get a like table to share. With a basket yeah, we would love yeah, okay, we love that. And what's your favorite taco? Oh, I think um, San Antonio soft mm. taco. Mm. Oh, bean and cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Satco. Uh huh. Makes me Satco always mm-hmm. brings back the college. The go to. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. We'd like to plan a Satco date with you two. Yeah. Sure. Oh, we would. We would. That would okay. be fun. Well, okay. thank y'all for having oh, us. Thank, thank you all for thank being you. with us. It's been awesome. It has been awesome. If you are enjoying the Raising Boys and Girls podcast, click follow on your podcast listening app to subscribe and not miss an episode. Join us next time for another episode where we'll bring you help and hope on your journey of raising boys and girls.